0: Inquisitor Saya discovers the dark influence upon the feral children and comes to a surprising realization about himself. The Ninth Sister, she's going to wedge herself in a corner, her back to the wall, and she sits down and pulls her knees close to her chest. She sits there for a long couple of minutes, just watching you.
1: I stare at the door, but deep down, I am waiting for her to fall asleep.
0: It takes about 10, 15 minutes, and you can tell, you can feel that she is fighting it the entire time. But yes, yeah, she's going to nod down, and her head's going to fall to her chest. Pulling
1: off my uh, glove, and on my palm is that scarring that mm-hmm. he's used to identify himself as an inquisitor. And then he pulls out the pyramid crystal and places it on his palm and stares. You said it was calling them.
2: Yes,
0: yes. And as it sits in your your palm for a moment, it's unnaturally warm. You would think a crystal would have a, a coolness to it, but you definitely feel heat in your palm. And as you watch it for a moment and, you know, kind of tilt it left and right, trying to figure out what makes it activate, you don't know what finally pulls the trigger, but essentially a hologram pops up in the palm of your hand. It's it's small, maybe 12 inches tall. So this is really, it fits in the palm of your hand. And you see a woman in the hologram. She is human. She has light brown skin, you can see, but it is deeply wrinkled. Not like she's old, though. You've seen this in some people who have extreme connection to the dark side and she is wearing long black robes she has her hands clasped in front of her ah and what can i help you with today my child
1: your mother
0: maverne darth maverne at your pleasure my child
1: i give a better sweet grin those children you're the one that's been teaching them how to do their dark tricks haven't you
0: it is my responsibility how so my purpose As the facilitator of this holocron, is to teach the methods of the Sith to all who are worthy and seek it out.
1: And those children were worthy?
0: Those children were far worthier than you, my child.
1: I wrinkle my nose at that. And what do you mean by that? Your children didn't stand a chance against my blade.
0: And you see her nod her head? That may be so, but you are the one that brought a knife to a
1: force fight. My skills are in a blade. I, you are insignificant. I will, I shouldn't even, not even talking to you.
0: And yet there is a deep curiosity within you. You recognize those children are strong. Strong in the ways of the Force like you have only imagined being.
1: Hesitation, hesitation, hesitation.
0: And you wonder. How did mere children, under Coruscant of all places, grow up under the noses of your empire and grow stronger than you? Shut up. There's someone else here, isn't there, my child?
1: My eyes flicker towards the Ninth Sister.
0: The Force is strong with her. Oh, she could do quite nicely. Bring me to her. And she's going to try to coerce you. What's your discipline?
1: Three yellow. Oh, nice. I kind of did make him to be willpower central.
0: All right. She got two successes and two threats. So you're going to have a blue die on your next roll, whatever your roll is. That's her threat. But she succeeded in coercing you. She asked you to take her to the ninth sister. You flipped your last destiny point, and she's going to make this roll again. Still got two successes.
1: I walk over to the girl and kick her boot.
0: The ninth sister uh, looks up. I'm awake. What, Castian, what have you done?
1: It's for you.
0: <laughs> like it's a phone.
1: Castian knows he shouldn't be doing this, but he has to.
0: Darth Mavern. she nods her head at the ninth sister and says, I've been looking for someone like you. I didn't think I was ever going to find it. So many of my children have been sacrificed Trying to, trying to build, build up, up their, their strength. strength. And yet there is someone like you here all along. The ninth sister, so I don't have NPCs talking to each other, looks very confused. She made one command of you to bring her to the ninth sister, but you are able to talk and act otherwise.
1: Castian snarls and throws the Sith holocron against the wall, and then he's pissed. This woman took one look at him and discarded him. Like, everybody his entire life. So right now, he doesn't even care what this will do. He is literally destroying this ancient artifact. All
0: right. Yeah, so this is a daunting task. I'm also going to give it a black die because it effectively has armor.
1: I got one success. (laughs) I mean, there is a lot of cancellations going on through there, but I got one success.
0: Okay, so you're not able to destroy the crystal by any means, but you are able to deactivate it. The hologram of Darth Maverne disappears.
1: She didn't have anything good to say anyways.
0: What was she talking about? Children that have sacrificed themselves?
1: I reached down and I grabbed the holocron to shove it back into my pocket. It doesn't matter. It's an ancient technological piece of crap. It's a droid that's been replaced multiple times from generation to generation until we've got something better. And it's nothing but an ancient piece of crap stuck on an altar worshipped by little teenagers that should be singing praises to some twirl pop singer.
0: Is she the source of the... Yes, Darth, my
1: dear, mother.
0: Did she tell you that? What does it matter? It's Our mission was to find out what was causing the seismic event.
1: I think we found something just as important. We found a holocron. We found children who are using the Force. I'm pretty sure the Empire will look upon our mission as a success.
0: Let's do a leadership check. This is going to be versus three purple. Let's see if you convince her that you are in the right.
1: Fail and two threats.
0: Give me the crystal. No. We need to find out the cause of the events. This is our most lucid clue.
1: You think those children opted to scar their bodies and douse themselves with blood? These things are dangerous.
0: You are an inquisitor of the Empire, and you are going to run away from children
1: and droids. I am not afraid. And don't you think that I ran away. I could have left you several times when you fell behind, and I went back to you each time.
0: Again, a show of weakness. Which is why you are only the tenth brother. And even that is a generous designation.
1: Oh, really? And what about you? You heard the other brothers up there. They never thought you were good enough. And guess what? They aren't the only one. The Inquisitors are looking at you. Why do you think they put us together? They wanted me to report back just how weak you have become.
0: Give me the Holocron Tenth Brother. That is an order from your superior within the Inquisition.
1: Castian clenches his jaw, focuses his breath. Order requires law. Law requires rules. Rules require structure and structure. (sighs) Oh, set me free. His face goes cold, and he just tosses the Sith holocron her way.
0: And she catches it.
1: Don't think I won't destroy it if I don't like what it says.
0: Just make sure you're thinking rationally and not like one of the children.
1: Don't try falling behind.
0: I'm just staying here, in my corner.
1: Activate it.
0: And she holds it out, and much more quickly than it did for you, the hologram pops on and and Darth Maverne returns. My child, I missed you. Now, place Darth Maverne on the ground in front of you. She instructs the Ninth Sister, and the Ninth Sister just continues to hold it out. And she attempts to interrogate Darth Maverne. She's asking about the seismic activities and you know what were the the children doing? What did she mean that they sacrificed themselves? And Darth Maverne is always very evasive about it and keeps trying to insist that she needs to be placed on the ground. Please, my child. All will become clear to you. Just follow my words. And I'm not even going to roll for it. I am instead going to flip a dark side destiny point, giving Billy a light side point for his use again. And it seems that all this evasion somehow has worn the ninth sister down and she sets the holocron on the ground just as Maverne has requested. My
1: Who's character small? is just glowering in the corner.
0: Are you watching all of this that's happening? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Darth Mavern is not being forthcoming at all with answers, but you can see it's not it doesn't even take a, a perception role because you're there's nothing else to focus on. All you can see is, is and here is what's going on in this room. You can tell that the ninth sister is being worn down. And you can feel that the force is at work. This is not just the Ninth Sisters being annoyed into cooperating. There is a very subtle force manipulation happening that is wearing away at whatever safeguards the Ninth Sister has built up to avoid this emotional manipulation.
1: She's manipulating you.
0: You don't know the first thing about it.
1: She is. I can feel it. Turn it off. We, we need to. The Ninth Sisters.
0: Tr- spins around and just snaps at you, stop being like a jealous fool. Just because someone else likes me better than they like you doesn't mean that it's wrong.
1: Do you think she likes you? (laughs) Are you so desperate to have someone look upon you with not disgust that you're willing to throw your hand up in the air and cling to the first hand that reaches down for you? She's using you, which I am assuming isn't the first time someone's used you. Turn it off!
0: She pulls out her lightsaber.
1: You're exhausted. I will strike you down.
0: I'm not the one who had his guts twisted by a child.
1: I'm not the one that got plowed by the Force by a girl with acne.
0: Rule me vigilance. Ooh, she got a triumph.
1: Oh, two successes.
0: Yeah, so she's going to get to go first. Yep. And she's not doing a, a maneuver or anything. This is definitely, a, you can tell as she begins to charge at you, this is a purely emotionally driven battle for her. Ah! Ooh, that's triumph, which is a crit. Ooh, She gets you real good with that lightsaber because, Billy, the crit table is on the brink. Every action you take is going to cause one point of strain to you.
1: So how much damage did I take?
0: 9 points.
1: Oh, actually no, I'm I'm using a parry. Can I parry?
0: I yeah, lightsabers you can totally parry. What does but parry But she
1: she got a triumph and
0: What does parry do?
1: Parry says get hit spend 3 strain to parry reduce damage by 5.
0: Yeah, I mean you can I you I still get hit. Yeah, you still take the the critical hit and you take a strain for performing an action. Actually no, is a maneuver, isn't it? So yeah, reduce your your damage.
1: By five, and she got me for nine, you said? Yes.
0: All right, so that's what she did. Oh, and she also had two threats, so take a blue die to this action.
1: So if you run out of strain, you go down, right?
0: Yep. When a character has suffered strain greater than his strain threshold, he becomes incapacitated until his strain is reduced.
1: And what does strain damage?
0: Blasters often have a stun setting. That does strain damage.
1: Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, it does. I'm going to stun. Quick draw and stun.
0: Alright. Two difficulty. Actually, it's just um, a one difficulty because you were just in melee, so you are essentially engaged. Mm -hmm. So it's only one difficulty to hit her. You're at point-blank range.
1: I got three successes.
0: Alright. What does your blaster damage do?
1: My damage is five.
0: Yeah, so you definitely one hit and she's knocked out. The holocron is still active. That wasn't very nice, my child.
1: I hoster my blaster and I bring up my blade and I just stop myself and I close my eyes.
0: My Lord, child, I you don't want to do this. You know that there are greater things intended for you.
1: I'm actually was going to kill her.
0: Oh, the night sister? All right, then uh, she's going to take a different tactic.
1: Go ahead. <clears throat> That's what I figured.
0: Do it. Do it and prove yourself worthy of the mantle of the dark side. <clears throat> Let your hate blow through you, my child. All it takes is one small flick of your wrist, and you will be free of her nattering burden. No longer will you be shackled to someone who is pulling you back and causing you to fall behind.
1: I hate... Yes. I hate... I hate the force. I hate the dark side. I hate everything about you. You took everything from me and I'm lifting the holocron up and I'm just slashing it. And I'm just ranting about you took my mother. You took my life. You took everything. You took everything. And then I'm kicking open the door. I'm grabbing the Ninth Sister's lightsaber and I'm marching back towards that warehouse. Okay. I'm tired of the force. I'm, my character's so tired of the force. And he's marching into the warehouse, just ready to go.
0: did you destroy the holocron? if you flip a destiny point, oh yeah, holocron is destroyed all right, so halfway through your rant, the holocron is split in half, and then you still keep attacking it with your lightsaber until it is just a smattering of red crystal on the floor of this uh this room that where the uh the ninth sister is passed out
1: and uh, yeah i'm I'm marching back oh. towards the warehouse i am I am going scorched earth on mother her disciples he's angry he's he's flipping out she did the right thing and peaking his anger she thought his hate was a little bit easier to manipulate he, he is definitely fallen to the dark side but it's more towards he hates the force he it's ruined his life
0: okay so you walk back into the warehouse, and you can hear cries and, and yells and screams from from deep inside. You hear a couple of telltale sounds of lightsabers. Obviously, the fifth and sixth brother took the bait and are deep in, in combat with some of the children that are inside this warehouse. The sounds of combat are harrowing and just... Fill the air, especially as as clouded as your judgment is right now. There's almost a, a bloodlust in the air. You can smell spilled blood, through just permeating the air here. And if you had to guess from where you are, just at the this entrance, the children are winning versus the two trained inquisitors.
1: And my character, at first, it starts as a slow walk down the hallway towards the. The door that led to the catwalk. Then it moves into a charge, and he's activating his blades. Are the children down below? Or are they across the catwalk, or what?
0: The, the camera is following behind your your shoulder as you break into this run, and as you reach to the catwalk, the camera is back just far enough to see combat sprawled out below. Looks like there's about f- four children are staying because you eliminated one up on the catwalk earlier, and you see one of the brothers uh, surrounded by the children. You're not sure whether it's the fifth or the sixth brother, they just look too gosh darn alike and they're so gosh darn handsome. But one of them is still standing. You see the desiccated body of another. He looks like sanguinated, like there's no more blood left in him. And the body has just been discarded off to the side. While there's furious combat going on as one single Inquisitor tries to take on almost half a dozen feral
1: children. And I suddenly just fly down below, letting out a roar that would match any mother yelling at their children.
0: So we are going to enter into cinematic combat rather than you having to roll against all of these, or really all of these kids rolling against you. So the way we do this is you're going to do one single lightsaber roll. And judging from the number of successes, advantages, failures, triumphs, we will then narrate how this goes. Do I
1: have any yes, so, yeah,
0: yeah, two purple. Take a blue for having two lightsabers. And. Is you roll a triumph? I
1: did it again. You
0: did it again. Oops, I did two it again. Two successes,
1: one triumph, and two threats.
0: I'm going to narrate how the, the children attack you, so you are going to take some damage from those threats.
1: Oh, that's fine. Absolutely.
0: As you... Scream and cry out. One girl was—you see the the crackle of force lightning dancing along her fingertips, and she was just about to shoot it at the the brother in front of her. But as you scream, she turns to look at you and quickly flings her arm out, and you are struck along the left side of your body by force lightning, and it's going to deal two wounds to you. Mm-hmm. As you come down, as you crash to the ground, you fall on top of this girl, and the two of you tumble across the the floor. She's now attempting to gouge your eyes out again with her fingers still crackling with with force lightning and her fingertips are all pressed against your face. You can feel the lightning burning against your skin, burning almost into the core of your being because again, this is not a natural phenomenon. This is pure unadulterated force energy is digging into your skin, into your muscle until you're able to Activate your lightsaber and force it up right through her sternum, tossing her aside like a ragdoll. That's all the damage that happens to you. How do you take care of the rest of this combat?
1: When she hit my shoulder, the ninth sister's blade fell out of my hand. That's why the girl was able to get on top of me. But then I activated my blade through her sternum. I stand up and I see another one charging me. And they are throwing like their own lightning at me. And I throw the girl's body right at him. Slams right into him. As he stumbles back, I impale them both again. As I see another one turning away from the, the sixth brother, he actually beheads that one. And then I grab the two bodies that I've already impaled, slam them against the last one, and I just cut them all three in half.
0: With a triumph, I'll let you decide. Does this brother live?
1: Oh, no. No. As soon as he talks, I turn and I just impale him through the chest. And That's I'm, going
0: to be a conflict.
1: Absolutely. And I'm pushing him back because he's not dead. And I just had the blade through his stomach. And I don't even pause to hear his dying breath or anything. I just scream in his face with the rage of 20 years of slavery behind me. And then I just slice him up. And then I turn away. Deep, ragged breaths as I look around as that haze slowly, God slowly fades from my view.
0: I'm going to give you two conflict for that. You are not in imminent danger.
1: So oh, that no, no, that counts no. as murder. And I'm just breathing heavily as I'm looking around like my body is just shaking as I'm looking for anything that would that I could kill because I'm angry. And then I'm not seeing anything. So uh, I decide to take it out on the altar. So I go over to the altar and I slice it in half. And I just start kick like after a while my lightsaber doesn't even It's not even good enough for my lightsaber. So I throw my lightsaber to the ground and I'm just kicking stuff. Mm -hmm.
0: And as soon as you approach the altar, there's some little part, you know, lizard part of your brain that registers that there's very conflicting force energies on this altar. There's some very light side oriented things, some very dark side oriented things. Uh, Again, like that case that you were confronted with earlier. So with those earlier artifacts. So you just have these different polarities of force objects had all been gathered together and some of them hurt you to touch. Like when you're throwing aside your, your lightsaber as you grab and kick at some of them, you feel metaphorical knives digging into you. Take two points of strain as this is just an assault on your psyche as you push aside very light objects and also just the corruption of further dark side items as well. But the totems
1: you, and shit that yep. they've made.
0: And you, uh, and not just made, as you're closer, you see, you definitely recognize some of them. You are listing them off earlier. There's items that you haven't seen since you were a child. You recognize some of the cloth, especially. There's an altar cloth, uh, laying over the table. And it is, there's, you just have a, a brief flash before your hands reach out to try to tear it in half. Uh, it was, uh, the curtains from the nursery that the younglings were in, in the Jedi
1: Temple. I pause as that that factoid finally anchors me in reality, and it's like mid terror and I slowly move it back to the <laughs> fix it, and it's and the symbol because it's like the every every youngling group had like a. Like, a m it's not a mascot, but kind of like each one had like a bantha group. Like, this is the bantha group. <laughs> this is like the hog, like that kind yeah. of stuff.
0: Yellow banthas, green rancors.
1: Yeah. Something like that. That's, you know, cutesy. And I put it back together and I, I recognize mm-hmm. this. It's, it's the, the red, the red rancors or whatever. Yep.
0: And the red rancors were the nursery that Ferrick was kept in. Varric, the youngling that you took a name from. (laughs) Varric, a youngling with piercing gray eyes.
1: (laughs) I reach down and I grab like a little toy. It's a youngling toy. It's something that uh, you record shit on for fun and posterity. And I just look at it and toss my head back laughing, because I don't even know how to respond to that. And I just drop the toy down on the ground.
0: When the toy hits the ground, you hear it activate.
1: I pick it up. It looks kind of like a raccoon, if raccoons existed in Star Wars. But you film with its eyes... But if you want to watch it, you press it to your own eyes, and you kind of look like looks like you're like kissing it mm-hmm. almost, and you—that's how you view things.
0: Oh, it's like a—it's like an old ViewMaster.
1: It's a ViewMaster, but it's attached to like a doll, mm-hmm. and I—I I, I toss it. and I'm about to stomp on it, and then I hear it activate, and I just kind of hear what like noises. I guess blah. Like, what kind of noises do I hear? Voices. I pause for a second, then I reach down, and I pick it up, and I press it to get my face.
0: And you see the face of Marnika, the Syrian Jedi who took you away all those years ago. And the background is the room that you're in now. And she's saying, All right, children, I need you all to be very brave, and I need you to take care of each other. I'm going to be gone for just a little while. I'm going to make sure that we have the supplies that we need. I'm going to take the old tunnels back upstairs. And I'm going to make sure that we have what we need to remember who we are. Be safe. And may the force be with you.
1: I'm going to try to rewind it.
0: You rewind it to the beginning. You see Varric, the youngling you knew, much younger than you, uh, who wakes up to blaster fire. Two Padawans are moving through the dorm, stirring the younglings awake. A Jedi Knight comes into the room and begins leading the children out. Padawans are helping guide them out of the way. As the Jedi and the younglings go through the hallways, they run into the Syrian Jedi librarian, the same one that you recognize as having taken you from your parents. She has a bag of artifacts with her that are too dangerous to be left in the vault. She leads the younglings through the temple. Troopers and Jedis are fighting in the corridors. A cloaked figure carrying a blade steps into the hallway, blocking the exit. The Jedi Knight and two Padawans attack, buying the group of younglings more time to escape. The Syrian Jedi leads the younglings into an alcove, into a hidden lift, which brings them down, down into the Coruscant Underworld, where they remain to this day.
1: Cassian drops the toy, then picks it up and watches it again, then drops it, walks away, comes back, picks it up, watches it. He doesn't know how many times he watches it because it doesn't, it's not making sense in his head. Because as he was told, the Jedi led the attack, they failed, they retreated, and instead of letting the younglings get arrested or taken, they killed the younglings, you know, as mm-hmm. some final cult did. But that's not what he's seeing. So this is not making sense. And finally, he just steps away. And as he reaches for it one more last time, he activates his blade and just stabs it through the eye hole and just stumbles away. He's looking around as he's realizing, oh, shit, what did I do? And then he's going to go back to the ninth sister.
0: All right. I'll also note in all those visions, you saw the, the, the wall panel and you think you have an idea of where that lift that they took, where that was in this warehouse that seemed to go back <laughs> up to, to the
1: temple. Yeah. Another time. Another <laughs> time. Yeah. My character's going to go and get the ninth sister.
0: She's still knocked out cold.
1: He's throwing her over his shoulder and he's just, he's just walking back. Uh, he's grabbing the fragment, one of the fragments of the holocron,
0: mm-hmm.
1: pocketing it and going upstairs. And it's going to take a while.
0: You narrowly avoid another pack of ogres. You come across a, a open hatch and that level just smells of rotten and decaying flesh. It smells like death. A pass. You avoid it. Yeah, you're like mm, gonna keep going, gonna keep going. Yeah. So yeah, that's why you're taking a slightly different route than the way you took down, which is why you're passing different things. But yes, no- nothing poses a real danger to you at this point. It still takes you hours upon hours Especially to actually
1: carrying this girl, the lady.
0: Yes. I finally
1: yeah. get to the very top, mm-hmm. and you
0: percentage. are you. Uh, kind of stumble out of this this lift. You know, you finally got into a, a working lift, and it is definitely in the seedier side of Coruscant, of the the Senate and financial districts. So there's other people in there, and they are dressed like they are going out to a party. Two two humans. know, they're, they're they're hanging off of each other, obviously very infatuated with each other. We'll say probably high on something, and they are dressed in their finest party gear. And as soon as you walk in, they just they get off at the next level because you walk into the lift carrying the ninth sister, who's still unconscious,
1: and I'm still covered in crap. And yes, maybe some blood.
0: Maybe just a little bit. So you do have a private ride back up to the the entertainment district. It's the the Ersku ten- Entertainment District.
1: I'm typing in the code to basically say like skip all the levels, yes. get us to the top, and I'm as I'm. We're going up and we start skipping the levels. I drop the ninth sister down on the ground and I'm slapping her across the face.
0: Mm-hmm. She blinks her eyes open. She quickly scrambles back, trying to patting herself down, trying to get her lightsaber. I
1: didn't grab her lightsaber. No,
0: of course you didn't.
1: Go, no, th- that is intentional.
0: Yeah. What did you do? Where is it? What have you done? Where are we?
1: I finished the mission.
0: Where is my lightsaber, tenth brother?
1: It was destroyed. Apparently, you swung in the wrong direction, and you hit something you shouldn't have.
0: She just leaps for your throat.
1: Are we being cinematic, or are yeah, we- Yeah, we're just cinematic. I'm t- slamming her back, <sighs> and I step, f- I, step- I step towards her. I saved your life. I could have left you down there, but I didn't remember that. And I l- release her, and then the door opens. Go. We have a report to give. We're heading off to the ISB. We come in smelling a crap and everything. Uh, I'm and sure again, we get everyone up. kind
0: of gives you a, a wide berth as you walk in, and, which they often do anyway because
1: you're inquisitors. Yeah, and we get cleaned up. Like we're not going straight to him, like drenched. Like I, Tremaine wouldn't allow me, but I'm sure she heads off to Brandel, and I head mm-hmm. off to Tremaine. Yep, you call ahead, of course.
0: And you know that he's in his office, so he is standing at the the window. It's sunset. You're not sure what day. You know that you were down there for hours. It could have been days.
1: It could have been, yeah.
0: You're really not sure at this point. You were deprived of the basic circadian rhythms for a a fair amount of time. So you're not sure what day this sunset is because you left at the crack of dawn. Inquisitor Tremaine is standing very tall and proper at the window. Inquisitor Saya. You've returned.
1: Yes, with answers.
0: There have been no seismic events for several hours, I assume. That means your answers mean your mission was a success.
1: Of course, sir. We found a cabal of darksiders.
0: He turns around at that. And they were causing the events?
1: They had aid with an artifact. Unfortunately, it was destroyed. I pull out the remains of a holocron (laughs) and set it down on the desk.
0: That is quite the artifact. It was. And it had a malicious intent to harm the Empire.
1: I don't know, sir. I took care of the Darksiders. The artifact was destroyed. I assumed that was that. Unfortunately, the fifth and sixth brother were killed by these children.
0: He raises an eyebrow. Children.
1: Yes, sir. I believe... I believe the Holocron must have found orphans down there deserted at some point, or perhaps it attracted those of some force caliber, and it brought them down and corrupted them further. And it was using them in some way. They were powerful, but I was able to kill them.
0: Roll deception for me, because you are eliding some facts. And I, Tremaine is a pretty crafty fella, so this is going to be two red and a purple and a black.
1: Okay, so I think I have, like, nothing in Deceive. No result! Completely just...
0: So, Tremaine nods. And he's he's playing a, a poker face as well. I look forward to seeing the complete results of your report.
1: As for the Ninth Sister, she's dangerous to the Empire, I think.
0: Do you have evidence of this?
1: No, though you didn't send me down there to get evidence. You wanted my opinion. She is dangerous. She is desperate for approval. It doesn't matter if it's from the Empire or anyone else that will give it.
0: An interesting observation.
1: I nod my head and my character is just walking out. And I'm going back home. And it's a nice little scene of my character. just It's music playing and he's eating a nice... It's a very nice dinner. I'm talking steak, tubers, wine... Eating alone, and then it's another hour of him just tinkering with the various toys, and then he takes a really nice bath, shower, shaves, everything like that.
0: Has he put all of his stuff back in order since it was knocked around?
1: It was already already put up by the time the the, the housekeeping came, the house cleaning droid. And as he finishes, he looks back up into the mirror, and surrounding him are dead younglings, just staring at him. And he just stares back. Then he just reaches out, grabs his toothbrush, and starts brushing again as if nothing is affecting him. And they just continue to watch him. He is going batshit insane.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fandible Solo Shot, Star Wars, Force and Destiny. Please follow Fandible on Twitter and Facebook and share this episode on social media. You can also leave a review for Fandible on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice to help others find us and enjoy games like this one. You can also be found on Patreon if you wish to make a monthly donation that helps us keep our equipment up to date and travel to gaming conventions to meet listeners like you. But most importantly, always remember, may the force be with you.
2: Hi there, uh, my name's Tazi and uh, I'm hoping that you will come and listen to our show, Silhouette Zero. It's an actual play podcast uh, where we play Edge of the Empire, and it's called "So Zero because we're all short aliens. Um, I, me, Tazi, I'm a Jawa. Uh, I know I sound like a droid, that's because I build a cool translator droid that um, translates for me as I talk. We also have a real droid. Um, Kobe's an astromech. Whoa, whoa. And then um, there's my friend Jinko, who is a Toydarian. Uh, and then our brave captain, Raina, uh, she's a drawl. And then Click is our pilot. He's a fan. So Wait, you wait think that's that- it? That, out of the way
1: I don't let my agent that. give this presentation for me why would I let you hi everyone I'm Con Click maybe you've heard of me ace pod racer several completed circuits around boon to eve classic and three time champion of best smile on a uh, pod okay. racer
2: all right thank you It's us click um that's enough uh, so if you think you want to hear our adventures you can see us at silzero.podbean.com that's spelled uh, s-i-l-z-e-r-o or um you can just find us wherever you get podcasts